and welcome to another edition of the Uncaged Podcast. I'm Dan Hawk, and as always, I'm joined by Athletic Director, Executive Director of Athletics, Mr. Dustin Smith. So much going on right now. We're in basketball playoffs. We just wrapped up state swim. We have wrestling as well. Let's start off with swim. How impressed have you been with what we were able to accomplish this year in the pool? Uh, Coach Coach Davis squared, I guess I could call him. Brianna and, and Malik have done a phenomenal job with our swim program and you know, the last two regionals and state were both at Jinx and at Aquatic Center, which is phenomenal. It's just a, an outstanding place to host uh, a swim meet and a swim event. And it, that is solidified by they have Olympic trials there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a they know what they're doing over at Jinx and they run a, a top notch swim meet. And our swim team did a phenomenal job, represented BA well, and had some individual placers, obviously had some some school records broken over the over the state tournament or state swim meet. Uh, so really impressed with Coach Davis and Coach Davis have done with our swim program this year. Last year we scored 20 points at state. This year we scored 90. So they have improved dramatically, and I can I think that will continue to improve as the years go by. You know, with the girls and the boys, it's a pretty young team. I did a feature with them a couple weeks ago, and for them it's a grind because of the fact that they we don't really have our home venue. They're on the road all the time. Eventually, knock on wood, we're going to get a swim facility here in Broken Arrow, but that is taxing as well. What do you say to her on what they were able to do just in the fact of all the traveling they had to do this year? Well, it's just resiliency, and that's what we like to see in, in athletics as a whole. You know, they just continue to grind and continue to overcome, and there's adversity that comes their way. And in and, and swim meets, yes, you're swimming against other swimmers, but you're trying to swim against you, yourself mm-hmm. and your time and trying to improve your time and, and just to see uh, the way that our team has performed throughout the year they won a lot and they were able to win a lot of meets and um it, I, I think the best is yet to come I mean Chuck Perry says it all the time but I think that's that's a genuine statement for our swim team they continue to grow and they continue to get better all year and as they've done that I think that will be a foundation for us to build upon moving forward I want to go back to the points 90 points scored 20 in the previous opportunity for us in the pool Lillian Skinner an underclassman 100 back fourth broke 58 uh, 15 with a 57 93 in prelims that we're talking about a swimmer that's going to be swimming at the next level and she's already getting it done at such a young level at where her age is I mean I, I don't have enough to say about what she's been able to do. And yeah, not only did she break that school record in the prelims, but then she broke that record right. in the state finals or in the in, in the finals of the meet um, with a 57-53, which is impressive uh, for her to do the 100 back. I, I don't know if Dan does stuff, if he's going to get in the pool. And I'll do, do it, like the, but do there's the no way I'm going to be able to get where she's at. Yeah, I think you should compete against her. That's just <laughs> what I'm going to throw out there. I'm going to challenge Lillian with Dan and just say, okay, let's see who can do the best backstroke. Um, but I don't think it matters for her. She's going to be able to to swim no matter what it is. Um, she she has – I mean, she was part of the 200-meter relay that set Finished a school fourth. record. Yeah, I mean, she has done some phenomenal things, um, and, and I'm looking forward to – watching her career as a B.A. Tiger. I love this team and what she's been able to put together with them in the pool. I mean, on the boy side, Max Bello, 100 free, 16th, 100 back, 13th as well. I mean, the times are getting better, and Brianna hasn't even been here that long. I mean, is that what you thought when she came here, or or is it just the body of work that she's able to put together with this team? Well, that's what you hope for every coach you hire, obviously. But Brianna has a 
a rich history in, in BA swim, and she is adamant about trying to make sure that we continue to grow our swim program. And when you're getting beat by Jinx and, and Bartlesville, I mean, those are, those are premier stalwarts in our, in our swim world. And I think they're, they're starting to give chip away at that and make sure that people know that, that BA is, is for real. And I think with coach Davis, that, that, that future is going to be realized. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Tyler Steffen, an outstanding, mm-hmm. uh, individual state finals for him, uh, finished fifth and, uh, the 500 free got fourth in the 500 free, sorry, and fifth in the 200 free, um, which is just all out swim. Just go swim as hard as you can, as fast as you can. Um, and Tyler Stephan has represented us really well. We recognized him obviously on senior right. day or signing day. And uh, Tyler has been a great asset to our program. Looking forward to see what he does, obviously at the next level, but had an outstanding state finals uh, in two events, the, the 200 free, which is a lengthy swim, but a 500 free is, is a very lengthy f- swim. And, and to see him finish fourth and fifth in those events is, is pretty impressive. Another swimmer I got to meet, Caden Weingartner, 500 free, 14th. And I know that's possibly not the place that he wanted to finish, but I don't know if you knew this, but when he got into the pool, when he first started, he flat out told me Lillian smoked him all the time in the pool. And now he's been able to pass Lillian and because Lillian is a torpedo in the pool. But just tell me about the performance of not just him, but how swimmers might have started at one point and where they finish now. It clearly shows that something's going right in the water. Well, as you see in, in any sport, and swim's no different, you want to continue to get better as the season progresses. Uh, and as a race progresses, you don't you don't base your time strictly off your first 25 meters. You, I mean, in a 500 free, you're going to be swimming for a, a long length, time. Yeah. yeah. And so you've got to obviously pace yourself and you want to improve upon your time. And to be able to see people like Caden uh, progress as the year went on and are hopefully better at the end of the year than they were at the beginning of the year. And now when Caden comes back, he's got an opportunity to say, okay, this is where I was at the end of last year. Right. Let's improve on that. And so we set the bar, the first swim, and then see what happens as the state finals approaches and, I think we'll see a continued growth under the direction of Coach Davis. So going back to the points, 90 points. Overall, what did you think of what we were able to accomplish in year one of Brianna Davis? Well, the girls finished ninth overall at state, <laughs> excuse me, and the boys finished 10th. Um, very respectable. And I think I think any coach will tell you they want to be better than that. Sure. Um, and Coach Davis, was, she's not going to shy away from that. She wants us to be better. But I think the foundation, again, we're laying a great foundation, and the expectation is for us to only improve as the years go by. And I think that will happen. Uh, I know Coach Davis is going to um, going to challenge our, our swimmers to be better. Um, they'll have a full off season with her. They'll have a full summer. They'll have a full uh, preseason. And then we'll start swimming again in October and November and see what happens uh, and see that work starting to pay off. Um, obviously it's, it's a marathon, mm-hmm. um, for swim because you start so early and, and you finish in the middle of February. Uh, but, but I think great things are ahead for our, for our swim program under both Malik and Brianna. I got to ask you this before we go to ba- break, we're going to be talking about some wrestling, just kind of give our listeners a little bit of a tease. What went on in the field house before uh, we dive into it? There's a lot thing. that went on. Um, we hosted the six, a East regionals for the boys. Uh, the girls wrestled Monday and Tuesday of that week as well and um we we had a lot of success and we'll get to recap that here in a bit yeah we're going to talk some wrestling inside the field house with executive athletic director dustin smith stay with us we got plenty more to get to on this edition of the uncaged podcast
<laughs> Your side hustle keeps you moving. We'll help you get where you really want to go. <laughs> TTCU Federal Credit Union. Life is better in balance. Tulsa Bone & Joint, Northeast Oklahoma's sports medicine experts. We are pleased to help you and the athletes in your life with a number of surgical and non-surgical options. Tulsa Bone & Joint is proud to serve as team orthopedist for local high schools such as Broken Arrow, Owasso, Sepulpa, Kasha Hall, and Bishop Kelly. We're also proud to be team orthopedist for FC Tulsa. Tulsa Bone & Joint, moving life forward. For families who like to build their wealth while staying liquid, we have flexible rate CDs to keep your funds working hard, even when you're not. First National Bank of Broken Arrow. The right balance. At Ascension St. John, you'll find advanced heart care, brain and spine care, and personalized cancer care. And we excel just as much in the things that can't be measured. Listening more closely, caring more compassionately. Hi, and welcome back to the Uncaged Podcast. I'm Dan Hawk alongside my co-host, Mr. Dustin Smith, Executive Director of Athletics. A lot going on in the Fieldhouse. Girls and boys area regionals. And I, there were so many people that finished on the right side of the mat over the week. Yeah, our girls uh, wrestled phenomenally Monday and Tuesday. They wrestled at Glenpool, and and this is the first time they've extended it to two days for the regionals. Uh, Which is phenomenal yeah, on its own, right? Usually been a one day. Yeah, you see a one day, but because of match limits, uh, they can only wrestle a certain amount of matches a day. They, they could have exceeded that, so they moved it to Monday. We wrestled some on Monday, and then you start <clears throat> with the consos and, and finals on on Tuesday, and our girls were regional champs. They won the 6A East, and w what a phenomenal performance by Coach Lyles and the group. Uh, Ten qualified for state. We had uh, three girls were outright champions, um, and and I, I just am astonished. Emily Beckley at, at 120 pounds, she's 38-1 on the year. Uh, and she finished first. So looking forward to see what our girls do as they go to state, which is going to be Thursday, Friday, and Saturday uh, of this week, um, which will be 22nd, 23rd, and 24th uh, of February, and seeing our girls and our boys compete. We'll talk about the boys in a little sure. bit, but got to give the girls a lot of props for being regional champs and qualifying 10 for the state tournament. I want to go back to Beckley, 38-1 overall. I mean, th those are records that are going to be remembered for a long time. But it seems when we've had her on Aerovision, when we've called matches, she's like a different person once she hits that mat. Yeah, and that's what, I mean, wrestling, you can't hide. And we no. talked about it on the broadcast a couple times. You can't hide as a wrestler because it's mano y mano. It's one-on-one, mm -hmm. -on -one and you just go out and, and give your very best. And and Emily has come out 38 times as the winner uh, in, in 39 matches. And so I'm sure she wants to avenge that one loss and she wants to win a state title here this year at 120 pounds. I'm really excited for the future for her and what this state tournament will be for her. But not just her. We got uh, Jordan Todd Hunter and Tiffany Brashears right. that are uh, that both won regionals uh, as well. So uh, had a lot of second place finishes. And and when you qualify 10, you don't have a full team, but you qualify 10 for the state tournament. That that gives you a chance to win a state championship as well. Uh, on the girls' side. So we're really excited for what Coach Lyles and the, and the girls have done. What's your thought on Addison Farquhar? Second place. I mean, she's just 
a different person once she hits that match. Yeah, I mean, it, it's almost like you take on a different personality. You just go out there and and it's a want to sport. Um, and I want to be better than you, and I want to win, and and you got to react some. Uh, obviously, you have a game plan, and and you know technique and you know moves and, and and it's just a matter of hitting those moves when you're supposed to right. uh, and so uh tiffany's had a i say tiffany addison's had a, a phenomenal year and look forward to seeing what happens for her in the state tournament as well when you look at this with 10 wrestlers qualifying and it's at multiple different weight classes that's not just focusing on one weight class getting good at it and you're being known for that when you have 10, I mean, that's showing the entire program is getting better. Yeah, the whole program, it, it, it continues to to ascend, and you want it to be something that's always on the trajectory of going up, and and we don't have a full team. We don't have everybody. At, right. We don't have a girl in every weight class. And so for us to qualify 10 of those, it, it's a pretty impressive feat, and I look forward to seeing how we, how we match up at State. How much better have they become from when we first started broadcasting my first year here at Aerovision to where we are now you think yeah again it goes back to what we talked about with the pool you progress as the year goes on you get better and better and better and they've had an outstanding dual dual season as well um they they have won I think they've only lost one duel uh, that I saw mm-hmm. uh, but I, I think what coach Lyles has done and, and I talked to her after one of our matches just seeing the the way that our girls sprawl and how they continue to push the head down, they, they're, they're taught that. Right. And so then to see that actually go into um, their mindset and when they're out there on the mat, to see that actually being implemented, uh, that that's tremendous coaching that's been done. That's repetitive, obviously, that they continue to do that. And so to see their success is just I don't want to say I'm surprised because I'm not. Mm-hmm. I just think that they've worked their tails off and they continue to show improvement. And Coach Lyles expects nothing less. She right. wants their very best all the time. And and I can respect that as an athletic director to say, hey, my coaches are pushing our kids to be their very best and not accepting, hey, we're just going to be okay. She wants to be the very best. Because wrestling's in your blood and you obviously wrestled yourself back in your day, when you look at the fact that 10 have qualified for state – and to see how popular girls wrestling is. And we have this beautiful facility that's almost finished on the other side of campus here. Where do you see the limit for being for girls wrestling going to be here at Broken Arrow? I don't think it's just at Broken Arrow. I think it's nationwide. It's a sport that's really catching on and really starting to grow in popularity. It used to be girls had to wrestle boys right. uh, and had to wrestle in whatever weight class they were in. And now we have a girls state. And, you know, there'll be things where there'll be a girls' dual state, I hope, uh, coming soon. And and they will be able to continue to showcase uh, phenomenal athletes uh, and and our girls that that love the sport, able to to showcase their abilities at the highest level. And so I I think not just at BA, but nationwide, statewide, that we're going to start seeing continued growth in girls' wrestling. I got to go one more off of that. I know we always talk about the varsity here, but the junior highs, that's where it begins with these wrestlers. And we're going to get to the boys in a minute where they learn their stuff. How much have you seen it grow just in the time that you've been here as an athletic director? Man, it, it just, again, you see the energy around girls wrestling uh-huh. and you see the energy and the, the enthusiasm and the excitement. And, and when you have girls duel the same time you have a boys duel, uh, I mean, that's, that's showing growth. That's showing that these, these, uh, 
these ladies are are worthy of being showcased and and they are and they have been for a long time it's just an opportunity now for them to start saying okay we're wrestling at the same time as the boys and we we schedule those those meets together which, which is, is even more fun and right. exciting in a lot of ways yeah, too and you get crowds there and you get people to understand oh man our girls are really 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 talented yeah they don't mess around now let's dive in on the boys team second fourth points four points rather excuse me behind bixby thoughts on them overall and you, you think about Bixby, even when we went to duels, when uh-huh. we had duels with them head-to-head, uh, got beat by them in dual state in the semifinals, got beat by them here, uh, and it was 13, 14 points between those two duels. And so we were right there neck and neck. And so to see the outcome in the regionals where we finished second behind them, and, you know, it's one or two matches that go a different way. And and, and I know Bixby could probably say the same thing. Hey, if we'd won one or two or we'd had gotten points in this one, then we could have extended our lead. Uh, but, but to finish second in the regionals, very, very strong showing. You qualify 13 or 14 um, in the state tournament, which is pretty good. How about Cadence Roop? Rudy Rojas, two guys that I met at the preseason when we did a season preview for them to finish where they did. You got to got to give coach a lot of props as well with them. Yeah, and Rudy's not a senior, uh, obviously, no. and so you got there's some youth that's going on for for our wrestling program, and, and and I need to give a shout out to Coach Jones and what he's done and how he's built that program. Um, Edmund North is who Edmund North is. Absolutely. Um, they are they are the barometer for everybody this year. They're just so talented. Um, and when you're ranked third in the country, not third in the state, third, third in, in the, the country, nation, yes, uh, you, you've got a really good program. And so what I love about Coach Jones, he's not afraid of them. He's no. going to go wrestle the big boys and say, okay, let's figure out where we're at and, and gives us an opportunity to f- be prepared for the state tournament. So when we go there and we see Edmund North walk out there, we're not like, oh, we're automatically beaten. Right. We got a chance to compete against these people. Same thing with Bixby. We were able to see them and say, okay, we can compete with these guys. And we came up just short. We're a regional runner-up, but that's still an incredible accomplishment. Um, Gunnar Wilson finishes first as well. So you have three people uh, that are that win first in the regional, um, and you've got to qualify at least fifth to go to state. So that fifth and sixth place match on Saturday matters. Mm-hmm. So if you can win that match, then obviously you're going to state and that gets you points towards the team total. And you're trying to win a regional and then hopefully a state title uh, based off of not just individually, but as a team. I know Stinchcomb fourth at 190, but he, he's had a, a very talented career here at Broken Arrow. Thoughts on him? Yeah, he... he He's been a warrior. Yeah. I mean, he's had a – you can see him out there, and I, I was joking with my son. He was here this weekend, and I said, you just see those two guys wrestling with their shoulder braces. Um, a shoulder is needed in wrestling. Very needed, I mean, obviously, yes. if it's hampered, um, he's dealt with some injury, but he's had a phenomenal career as a B.A. Tiger. And, and, and I know that he was – I mean, he was a point away from mm-hmm. getting into the finals himself in the semis, so he was – he was looking forward to trying to get to the to the finals, and then uh, the guy he wrestled in the finals got beat by two, maybe in, in the finals. So um, he was just right there on the doorstep, and and that gives you hope. That's where it's awesome to have regionals because it's not the end. It is it's the end if you don't finish fifth or better. But he's still in the state. He's, still in, the hunt, he's yeah. in the bracket, and he's got a chance to go make a run. And he's he can finish out his career, hopefully, on the podium at state. You know, and that's the best part about this is so many wrestlers are qualified for state just because what they were able to do at regionals. And I think it goes back to the way head coach Jones coaches this. He reminds me of the old school type of coaches that I grew up with 
but he has fun with it as well with the boys. Yeah, and and, and our goal in hosting a regional is that our coaches just coach. Right. Uh, that's all they worry about. They don't about. have to they do don't anything. They have to worry about electrical outlets that are tripped because of people that are on this podcast. Hey, now, uh, I, I had nothing to do with that. I just uh, helped eat some of the food. Yeah, you were just in the room when it happened. But um, my goal is that they don't have to worry about that stuff. All they have to do is just go coach their kids. Um, and for him to be able to do that and the enormity of a regional um, and and all the things that go into that between um, having to relocate kids from lunch mm-hmm. because they can't go in and eat in the cat in the field house where they have to go the coordination that goes with security and where to park buses there's a lot there's a stuff. lot that happens and so for that all to take place and to happen like it did um, our goal was just to let Coach Jones coach and he was able to do that and he did so extremely well so I got to wrap it up with wrestling expectations for both the girls and the boys now that states on the door. Well, I mean, they're there. And so now you want to be able to try to go win the thing. Um, and obviously, wrestling's an individual sport, mm-hmm. but it also has a team outcome. Mm-hmm. And so what you do individually impacts the team. And so you want to go make sure you have a great showing at state. Um, and even with them in North, as good as they have been, they haven't won a state title. I mean, Stillwater's won it. Bixby's won it. And so they would – a lot of the naysayers will say that's it's their time. It's their chance to win when you rank that highly. But again, it's one on one, and you got a chance to go. And if our wrestlers can go do their very best, then we got a chance to win the state tournament. I got to switch gears a little bit. It's almost that time for your, yours, and my one of our favorite sports, which is baseball. I played in college back in the day. Baseball is going to be opening up on March first. I don't have the schedule in front of me for softball, but it's around the exact same time. And tennis is practicing track and field. I mean. We're in the heart of the busiest time of the year with all of our sports. What are you most looking forward to the spring sports stuff? I, I, I just like to see our kids compete and being outside. I mean, obviously, when the weather turns and you got an opportunity to be enjoying the outdoors. Um, yesterday, I went out and watched us play Claremore. Uh, we scrimmaged them in baseball and able. I mean, just a beautiful day at the ballpark. Um, it was sixty degrees, but that feels like it's tropical compared to what <laughs> yeah, we've what, had some yeah. of these uh, days are over the winter. So being able to see them went and watched slow pitch, um, have seen tennis. I mean, the facilities are just buzzing with people. Uh, soccer's getting underway and we still got basketball regionals that are, that are here and we're, we're hosting those. And so, I mean, sports right now are really kicking in. We got golf that's actually, that's taking place as well. So there's a lot going on and there will be a lot going on in the spring. It's just like sprint to the finish. Now I'm looking forward to what track can do. Uh, both boys and girls, they were competitive last year, very competitive and right there in the middle of mm-hmm. everything. Um, but soccer, boys and girls soccer, our boys finished second, state runner-up last year. Um, so looking forward to see what our what our spring sports opportunities have for our kids, but also showcasing our student athletes. Now, I want to give a shout-out to Logan Hawk because he's staying on top of this with the graphics that we put out on Twitter as well. But i got to ask you, how do you able to maneuver with all the spring sports that are going on right now? Because I know you want to see every team in action. Well, fortunately for us, soccer, softball, baseball, and tennis are all right close together. Um, That is a big advantage. You're able to see and bounce back and forth. Now, you may not be able to see every pitch of every inning, Mm -hmm. um, or you may not be able to see every event – at, at a track meet, but you're able to be kind of rove around and, and be present. Um, now golf, obviously you can't see all 18 holes, right? Um, you can walk with them on some and you won't be able to see them if they're here. Uh, and so soccer at Kirkland, you're able to see those events. Obviously <clears throat> there's a lot going on. It's impossible to be everywhere at the same time. 
I haven't figured out how to be in two places at one time, let alone everywhere mm-hmm. at, at one time. So it's a matter of just trying to bounce back and forth. But it's great that we have great people that are able to be present and showcase kids. We have coaches there that can help showcase our kids. And Logan's does does a phenomenal job. I don't know how he gets to everything that he does, um, but our coaches do a great job also sending tip pictures and sending updates so we know what's happening. It's going to be a lot of fun. Definitely stay on top of it with BA Tiger Athletics. Dustin, I really appreciate you stopping by today to give us the lowdown on wrestling as well as swimming. Good stuff coming out of our Tigers in the pool and on the mat. That does it for this week's edition of the Uncaged Podcast. For Dustin Smith, our Executive Director of Athletics, and myself, Dan Hawk, we'll check you next time. Go Tigers!